1990 year of dreams, quarterfinals, who'd believe? Parky saved Dave met a scream, danced on tables, seas of green. Fires on revenge of sweet Ray Hutton and his magic feet. And out with a shot and a shot! South Korea and Japan, Robbie stuck the ball past Can, past and found we sang and sang, booting down the autobahn. Now it's to a different land, oh, Old Andre and his team at hand! Absolutely no question about it, and France have stolen the lead on Aggregate. I know we're on our way down the Champs Elysees. side of the screen. I wish you continued success, but like the skibbering eagle, I'll be keeping an eye on you. So we leave it there, so okie doke. Very good, folks. You're very welcome to Kill on the Strack. We're live from the Irish Embassy down here at Young Street. Delighted to be bringing in a show with a little bit of somber mood, Marco. Yeah, a little bit of a somber mood and uh, hoping that that song that kicked off the show was going to be... Uh, Part of a big celebration, but yes, the boys in green did not show up today. 3-0 defeat in Belgium. Uh, our chances of progressing took a serious kick today, Kenny, but um, anyway, it's always good to be surrounded by Irish people anyway, no matter how strong we're doing. Very true. That's right. I mean, a quick crowd down here at the embassy, both here and in Dublin downstairs beside us. So, you know... It was a big out here at the end of it, I suppose. You know, we never give up on our lads, so we have uh, we have an all to do against Italy now, right? We have an all to do against Italy. But you know what's incredible is that, um, you know, some of the, uh, the social media, the videos that are, are 
are making their way uh, from uh, celebrations the Irish are having over in, in France. It's absolutely incredible to watch. It's like its own movie is being created here. Anyway, yeah, some brown mood here today. But, but listen, there's a whole bunch of other stuff going on that we should be very excited about. We've got Shane Lowry in contention at the US Open now. Rory McElroy is actually off to a great start, so he looks like he's going to get the cut. Um, so maybe there'll be a few other things to celebrate. And there's a massive rugby game on today. Huge. Yeah, yeah. Ireland, South Africa will be coming up actually. We'll try to keep you posted as uh, we go through the show. It's, uh, it's starting around now, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll keep you posted scores as we, uh, we go through the show, and the uh, the under 20 are uh, at it on uh, Monday against Argentina. Now let's hope the Archies don't do what they did to our big boys, and we were at that game, and it was very disappointing then, so hopefully the under 20 can make up for it. Four Irish lads in that panel, or sorry, four Sligo lads in that panel. Ah, here, uh, uh, hey, come on. Join your Sligo. Here we go again. Four lads up from Sligo on the team. Drinking coffee is not what it is. <laughs> That's good. 
December is up, all right. But, um, yeah, no, it's very great down here. So we're, uh, we've got a few folks on. We might even... Uh, The car is the greatest, I declare. It's made up of bits and pieces that he picked up here and there. The engine must be ages old, but it's still got lots of power. With a gallon of stout and the petrol tank, it does 90 miles an hour. Oh, what a wonderful motor car is the greatest ever seen. It used to be black as me father's hat, now it's 40 shades of green. On TV and the radio and in every public bar. The burning question of the day is Rafferty's motor car. Now two of the wheels are triangular and the third one's off a pram. The fourth is the last remaining wheel from off a double and tram. The number plate's in Gaelic and the plugs won't even spark. 
And the chassis came off of a tinker's car that collapsed in Phoenix Park. Now go for a ride in the motor car and you'll end up with the shakes. The road from Cork to Dublin is a veil of pains and aches. When traffic lights turn red, the hedge at best jump out the door. But the moment that Denny treads on the brakes, his foot will go through the floor. Oh, what a wonderful motor car is the greatest ever seen. It used to be black as me father's hat, now it's 40 shades of green. On TV and the radio and in every public bar. The burning question of the day is Rafferty's motor car. Now if you could see the upholstery, your eyes would start to pop. It's nothing but empty beer crates with a load of sacks on top. The windscreen's gone to Lord knows where, and there's mud balls in the horn. And I reckon he'd only get half a quid if he took it to the pawn. Now Denny was driving around last week when the engine did the splits. It went up in smoke and nearly blew O'Connell Street in bits. They searched around for Denny and found he'd landed up by heck. Away up on top of the GPO with his help sound his neck. Oh, what a wonderful motor car is the greatest ever seen. It used to be black as me father's hat, now it's 40 shades of green. On TV and the radio and in every public bar. The burning question of the day is Rafferty's motor. <laughs> The Quinn family invite you to visit downtown Toronto's oasis of Irish hospitality at the Irish Embassy, 49 Young Street at Wellington, and PJ O'Brien's at 39 Colborne, just behind the King Edward Hotel. The Irish Embassy, a landmark of classic architecture, is your downtown destination for drinks, snacks, lunch, or dinner. Call 416-866-8282. And just around the corner, enjoy the local pub atmosphere of PJ O'Brien's, serving the best in pub fare and also your downtown venue for an intimate evening dinner. PJ's has live music every Friday and Saturday night. Call PJ's at 416-815-7562. Well, we're off to Ottawa to get the news from Ireland. Good morning, Desmond. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Jay. Great to be speaking with you and love that bit of music. I think my grandfather would have loved that song now. And a good morning, folks. Desmond DeVoy here with the news from Ireland for this week. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. And here are the top stories that are making headlines in Ireland this week. Our top story this morning. Well, an Irish passport is usually a safe bet for a hassle-free journey. But with many polls indicating that Britain may well be headed for the exit with the European Union, with less than a week to go before voting day on Thursday, there has been an unprecedented demand for Irish passports in Britain. The Belfast Telegraph reports that the Dublin government has hired more than 2,000, sorry, more than 200 temporary workers to cope with the surge in demand. Sky News has reported that in the first five months of 2015, about 1,518 Britons applied for an Irish passport. During that same period, there was a 25% leap to 1,901 applications. Almost 1,000 of those applications were made in April alone. Anyone with an Irish parent, grandparent, or great-grandparent can become an Irish citizen. If Britain does leave the EU, those with Irish passports will remain EU citizens, making it easier, easier for them to travel and do business on the continent. 
Meanwhile, Social Democratic and Labour Party leader Alistair MacDonald pressed British Prime Minister David Cameron on exactly what would happen to the border between the six counties and the rest of the island during a debate in the Westminster Parliament this week. Dr. MacDonald said that Brexit campaigners were making border security a top priority, but were also saying that in the event of a Leave vote, that nothing would change in Ulster. Cameron responded that in the event of a Leave victory, there would be two options, either the return of border posts and or, quote, some sort of checks on people as they left Belfast or other parts of Northern Ireland to come to the rest of the UK. And another somewhat related politics story, if you have an Irish passport, you may soon have the right to vote in Irish presidential elections. The Herald reports that Taoiseach Enda Kenny has signaled plans that his government may extend voting rights to Irish emigrants. The paper reports that Diaspora Minister Joe McHugh has been asked to prioritise allowing Irish people living abroad to vote in those races. Kenny made the announcement during his visit to the Irish Heritage Centre in Manchester on Friday and said he would see contributions from Irish groups overseas. The issue of voting rights will be debated in both the Doyle and the Seanad in the coming weeks. Currently, citizens still hold on to their vote for 18 months after they leave the country, as long as they intend to return to live in Ireland within that time frame. The European Commission and the Irish Citizens Abroad campaign have both said that Ireland is out of sync with other countries when it comes to extending the franchise to citizens who live overseas. Well, in sports news this morning, if you, were to- if you told someone you were going to Connemara, most of us would think that you were talking about the western part of County Galway. Well, Paul Slaughter was fully intending to go to Connemara, the Connemara pub in Bordeaux, France, that is. Slaughter told his wife that he was going to a stag party in Galway, but headed for the Euro 2016 soccer championships instead. His wife Catherine only figured out his plan when she saw a massive suitcase he was packing for his, quote, weekend trip. Once he was found out, Slaughter told her that it was already too late to cancel his trip. Slaughter, 45, who is from Lucan, County Dublin, but now lives in Cork City, told the Irish Independent that he knows he will pay for his, quote, white lie, but added that it was, quote, completely worth it. And he intends to attend all of Ireland's games for the Euros. His wife must be a very understanding lady as she has already given him a pass to go on a trip to Las Vegas with his pals earlier this year. But he admitted that she already has plans to travel to Spain with her girlfriends for a week upcoming. Perhaps a bit of karmic payback at play here. He has tried but so far failed to get tickets to today's game against Belgium. They're like Willy Wonka's golden ticket, he said. He intends to watch the game at, where else, the Connemara pub, so in a way, he did make it to Connemara, to Galway, after all. That game has just wrapped up, and as the fellow said, the final score was Belgium 3, Ireland 0. Ireland's next game is against Italy on Thursday at 3 p.m. Toronto time, 1 p.m. Calgary time. Northern Ireland play Germany on Tuesday at noon, Toronto time, 10 a.m. Calgary time. Meanwhile, the other 100,000-plus Irish fans have been making a positive impact amongst the French. While there are eight Gardaí on special assignment to help their French colleagues, they may, must be twiddling their thumbs as there has been no trouble amongst Irish supporters. The, in fact, according to the Herald, Irish supporters in Paris helped one motorist change a flat tire on their car, while the boys in green sang as they helped clean up after a street party in Bordeaux. In the same city, other Irish fans acted as peacemakers between English and Welsh fans, diffusing tensions and calming the situation by taking the Welsh out for drinks. This week in Irish history, on June 15, 1919, the first non-stop transatlantic flight which took off from St. John's, Newfoundland, crash lands in a bog near Clifton, County Galway. On June 15, 2010, Lord Saville publishes the Bloody Sunday Inquiry Report.
It found that British soldiers had fired first and caused the deaths of 13 innocent unarmed civilians. On June 13, 1951, Eamon de Valera is returned to office as Taoiseach, and on that same day in 1865, famed poet William Butler Yeats is born in Dublin. He later went on to, to write The Lake Isle of Inish Free, one of Ireland's most beloved poems. And that was the news from Ireland this week, folks. The news is brought to you by our friends at Aer Lingus. Travelling to Ireland and Europe has never been easier with Aer Lingus's year-round direct service from Toronto to Dublin. With connections available from more than 10 Canadian cities to Dublin, Smart Flies Aer Lingus. Check them out online at www.airlingus.com. That's www.aerlingus.com. Now you're up to date. Now it's back to Toronto with the gang at Kyolagus Crack. So until next week, folks, slan go foil. Thanks very much for that, Desmond. I just wanted to, to send this out. Um, that last song that we played there um, was going out to um, Brendan King from County Galway. Paul Farkas and the gang down at the Galway Arms just wanted to wish him the best on his recovery. Uh, Brendan had a close call there last Friday and had emergency heart surgery, but he's doing well at home. And uh, Paul Farkas and the gang just wanted to send that out to you. And that was Rafferty's motor car. And as you know, this weekend is Father's Day, and uh, I got a few songs for the dads out there. And uh, this next one now is from the Dubliners, and this is The Old Man. At the turning of the century, I was a boy of five. Me father went to fight the Boers, and he never came back alive. Oh, my mother was left to bring us up, and no charity she'd seek. So she washed and scrubbed and scraped along, on seven and six a week. When I was twelve, I left the school, and I went to find a job. And with growing kids, me ma was glad of the extra couple of bob. I'm sure that longer schooling would have stood me in good stead. But you can't afford refinements. When you're struggling for your bread And when the Great War came along I didn't hesitate I took the royal shilling And went off to do me bit We fought in mud and tears and blood Three years or thereabout Till I cupped some gas in Flanders And was invalided out And when the war was over and we'd finished with the guns We got back into civvies Cos we thought the fighting done We'd won the right to live in peace But we didn't have such luck For soon we found we had to fight For the right to go to work In 26 the general strike Saw me out on the streets and I had a wife and kids by then, and their needs I had to meet. All the brave new world was coming, and the brotherhood of man. And when the strike was over, we were back where we began. Oh, I struggled through the thirties, out of work now and again. I saw the black shirts marching, and the things they did in Spain. I brought me kids up decent. And I thought them wrong from right. Oh, but Hitler was the boy that came, and he taught them how to fight. 
My daughter was a land girl. She got married to a yank. And they gave my son a medal for stopping one of Rommel's tanks. He was wounded just before the end and he convalesced in Rome. And he went and married an Italian nurse and he never bothered to come home. Oh, my daughter writes me once a month a cheerful little note about their coloured tellies and the other things they've got. They've got a son, a likely lad. He's nearly 21. Well, they tell me now he's being called up to fight in Vietnam. Oh, we're living on the pension now, and it doesn't go too far. Not much to show for a life that seems like one long bloody war. And when you think of all the wasted lives, it makes you want to cry. I'm not sure how to change things, but by Christ, we'll have to try. When you think of Irish tradition, what comes to mind? Live music, great hospitality, and a pub atmosphere of laughter and song imported from the Emerald Isle itself. And one of Ireland's greatest imports is the Keane family, serving up the finest fare and crack this side of County Galway since 1991 at the Galway Arms. The family-owned pub has been charming patrons since, well, last century, and as a result attracts some of the GTA's greatest Irish characters. Known far and wide for its chef-designed menu and traditional Irish music, it's also Toronto's home of Gaelic games live from Ireland on the big screens. You can like them on Facebook and you're sure to like them in person. Visit thegalwayarms.ca to view daily specials. The Galway Arms, your home away from home and not too far from home at 838 the Queensway in Etobicoke. Call 416-251-0096. Make a date and make it for the Galway Arms. All right, folks, you're very welcome back to uh, the Embassy Pub, Irish Embassy Pub down here on Young Street. And we're blessed here. We now have Michelle Hopkins. She's Yay! from Castlebar, County Mayo, and she's going to put the disappointment of today beside her and get on to the Mayo goal and that's Right, Michelle? Absolutely, for sure. I can't wait to see the game at 2 a.m. today live from the Embassy. Excellent. So, so tell us, you're in charge of all the uh, social media and events down here. Happened, uh, That's correct. We've tried to, over the last year, 18 months, build up the Irish feeling within the Irish Embassy. We are the Irish Embassy, obviously. So, uh, yeah, we've had a great turnout between the regular fights and the GAs. We've had a massive crowd. Even today, there was an amazing crowd here today. So, we're going to show the rest of the world and keep uh, on Irish and you for the rest of the whole generation the GA games, the hurting games. We've pretty much shown most of those if we can get them. And, uh, yeah, so we look forward to having everybody here. Excellent stuff, and you've been really good in terms of giving us some prizes for today. So we're going to have a few things to go and give away here today. So thanks a million for that. Good stuff. Hey, listen, just a bit of an all-update here. There's a couple of other big games going on. Um, the rugby game, just to give you an update on it, six points to three to Ireland. Paddy Jackson just put over a penalty. And, of course, everybody's interested in the Lee Charmagh game. That's the draw at half time so far today. What are you laughing at? It's a nil. It's a nil. No, it's not. Seven points a piece. He's got an old goal there. Yeah. Yeah. A bit of a snoozer so far, apparently. Oh, yeah. All right. So, Michelle, what else is happening in uh, the world of the Irish Embassy? Uh, well, we um, have started recently as well doing live music on Friday and Saturday nights. At the moment, we're just for the summertime because we will have a patio, unfortunately. We are actually um, 
doing Saturday Night Live music. So we have the famous Mike Darcy playing a couple of dates in the next couple of months. And we also will have Trivia Night restarting again in the autumn, which is going to be fantastic. So we'll have that back again that will be on tonight, probably 7, uh, 7 p.m. So fingers crossed we have everybody here for that as well. Excellent stuff. And if you want, of course, the food is excellent in there, right? Come in for a bit of dinner. Absolutely. You can't beat the, the, the great Irish nachos or the Irish sauces that we have here. It's absolutely fantastic. And we have different specials every day as well. We have lunch and daily specials. So we're revamping our menu at the moment as well. So we're going to have a few different items there to show off for September. The Irish breakfast is not so bad either. I just had it here this morning. It's delicious. You do a mean one down there. You can't be, you can't be that for sure. And hopefully, fingers crossed, if we get a get to go ahead, we have uh, the breakfast will be informed the finals and the semis and the quarters for for the day and everything. So that's kind of what we're looking forward to. Mr. Reynolds snuck out of here. He tells us he has a wedding. Did he get married? God, no, I can't comment on that. I'm afraid, but no, unfortunately, he has a family wedding today, so he couldn't be here to talk about the show. But yeah, he, he bought the shows a racist, so you might have another one with him. <laughs> He's a lucky man. Okay. <laughs> For sure. I uh, I don't tell many people. I have a cousin who lives up in Castle Bar. He's a man who goes out there, parking tickets from there. His name is Larkin Cricken. Do you know him by any chance? Did he ever give you a ticket? You do? Look at your face. <laughs> now, I am related to him. So, you know, we're talking about Castle Bar. Is the Castle Bar song contest still going on, or am I dating myself here? Never heard of it. I've heard of it, but unfortunately it's not going on anymore. That was more like the 60s in the TF Royals, or what was in the Traveller's Frame, then it was called. <laughs> really? The 60s? I think I would remember the 60s. <laughs> How about that, huh? you remember the Castle Bar Sound Contest? Never heard of it. Okay. All right. <laughs> we have a listener out there. Email me at mark at Saturday Irish Radio if you've heard of the Castle Bar Sound Contest. Apparently it used to be one of the second only to the Eurovision. No. How about that? All right, Ireland are now nine points to three. Has another Paddy Jackson penalty, so we're going great guns there so far. Good stuff. We are, we've offered a bit of music here again. All right, now we have a couple of other interviews later on today. Who wants to come on, Kenny? Your recall. Yep, we have uh, back Sport Mac. Adrian is here to talk all about that event, which uh, is, of course, raising funds uh, for Fort McMurray folks. And uh, we'll get a few local folks on here as well to, uh, to say a few words. We're pulling a few uh, few victims here now. Right, Chair, we're going to go back to you. Can you uh, get get a little bit more music on there and we'll get ourselves organised on this end. See you, pal. Thanks, lads. Here we got James Vincent McMorrow, a lad from Dublin, and this is his take on the song Higher Love. Think about it. There must be higher love Down in the heart Hidden in the stars above Wasted time Look inside your heart I'll look inside mine Things look so bad everywhere In this whole world What's fair? We walk blind We try to see Falling behind Oh 
here in the Irish Embassy, and uh, we have another guest here, Adrian Lutris, who tells me he sings Danny Boy in the uh, St. Patrick's Mass. Is that sound right, Adrian? That's right. Every year at St. Michael's Cathedral, I sing to the Irish Society. Uh, the St. Michael's Choir School Alumni Choir does that mass every year, and I always sing Danny Boy for them. So I've been doing that for, I would say, about 10 years now. Wonderful. And now uh, that's not the only thing you'll be doing in the uh, coming week, June 27th. It's a big concert at Lord Thompson Hall, and you are uh, the, the chairing this committee, Adrian. I'm, we have uh, five co-chairs. I'm the executive producer with my partner, um, Patty Gnetta. She's my co-executive producer. And uh, the concert is June 27th, 7.30 p.m. at Lord Thompson Hall, in support of the Al- Red Cross Alberta prior to the So all the money is going towards them, of course, referring. Uh, obviously, a wonderful thing that you're doing. I would like to see uh, a great turnout. And you've got a tremendous lineup as well. Some fabulous artists that uh, everybody is playing. I think, like the Jim Cuddy is there. Yeah. We've got Jim Cuddy, Lisa Berger Gosselin, who's a famous Canadian opera singer who did the Olympics in Vancouver. It's a theme song. With, um, we also have um, uh, Alan Crew, John McDermott, who all of you are very familiar with, with his, with his rendition of Danny Boy and many other Irish songs. Uh, Matt Duff, the jazz singer, Jackie Richardson, Canada's Queen of Soul and Gospel. Um, we've also got Sophie Millman, um, as well as, as the Devin Cuddy Band, with Tim, Tim Cuddy's uh, son. Um, and uh, Kim Richardson, uh, Jackie Richardson's daughter, um, who's a two-time Juno Award winner. We were doing a calculation last night, and I think we have about 35 Junos on the stage. Okay, totally amazing. Amazing. Well, so it's, a, it's a great lineup. We were, um, we're looking forward to a, a good concert. We'd just like to see people get out there and buy tickets. Tickets are uh, $50, $100, $150, and we've got a VIP ticket for $500, which gives you an approximate tax receipt of $350 
uh, on that $500 ticket. So we'd love to see all of you Irish people come out and help us support Fort McMurray. They need the help. We just had one of our chairs come back from Fort McMurray, and it is more devastating than anyone can possibly imagine. There are a lot of people who will not be able to go back to their homes ever again. Uh, a lot, some of the problem with the homes is now developing black mold in some of these homes, so they will never be able to go back in there. Uh, and the devastation is 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 just out of this world. So I think you know, Fort McMurray seems to be off of the radar of the media right now because of Orlando, which is a very sad situation. And we would actually like to pay some tribute to Orlando in our concert because it's such a tragedy. Um, but really, we have to remember that. We are Canadians caring for Canadians, and we need to come out and support this event because we need to show Alberta that Toronto cares. And this is really a Toronto event now, and, and we need to make that statement very clearly and strongly. Come out, buy tickets, go to Roy Thompson Hall box office. Our website is backsportsmax.com, all one word, backsportsmax.com. And again, all of the proceeds will be going to the Roy to uh, not the Roy Thompson Hall, but going to the Red Cross for the Alberta Fires of Peace. Well done, Adrian, and well said, because people do care, and uh, this is a great community here in Toronto, and I'm sure uh, the Irish community will get behind this and uh, get the tickets. As we say in Ireland, at those prices, it's a bargain, right? <laughs> I haven't been to Ireland yet, but I, I just got a bunch of buddy passes on WestJet. And they fly to Dublin, so it is definitely at the top. It's always been at the top of my list. As I said, I, I was born in Trinidad, so I grew up with a lot of Irish nuns and Irish priests and went to St. Michael's Choir School. We had the Irish exposure as well, and I have lots of Irish friends in there. There's a bunch of great, fun people that uh, can't wait to go there and experience Ireland. Great stuff. Well, listen, we really appreciate you coming down here to the take time and uh, give us some background on this, and, and we will uh, continue to push it and promote it for you. And uh, it is on our event calendar as well. So, Thank uh, you so much. Uh, hope can get the details. And, yeah, once again, people, please, just come out to us, buy tickets back for com. I, uh, I, I can't encourage you anymore. Port Macquarie needs our help. And we do have, for all the ladies out there, we've got this. 2016 Toronto Firefighter Calendar. So all those guys will be there. The place is going to be flooded with firefighters, fire trucks, and and uh, and hopefully members of the Toronto Police as well and some dignitaries. Um, we are expecting um, um, Ronnie Hawkins to be there and hoping for some other celebrities to show up. I spoke with Daryl Schiffler last night, and Daryl will be there with hopefully with some more hockey players. I think uh, you just sold back on the ticket there when you put the firefighter calendar up. Good night, Ethan. Well, good night, Ethan. Fantastic, uh, fantastic comments. Thank you, Marion, for coming. Thank you. All right, Jay, maybe an out back, and then we'll uh, come back and find some more uh, folks around the bar here. Thank you. Well, how do you do? Young Willie McBride Do you mind if I sit here Down by your graveside And rest for a while Need the warm summer sun I've been walking all day And I'm nearly done 
I see by your gravestone you are only 19 When you joined the great fallen in 1916 I hope you died well and I hope you died clean Our young Willie McBride was it slow and obscene did he beat the drums slowly? Did he play the fife slowly? Did they sound the death march as they lowered you down? And did the band play the last post and chorus? Did the pipes play the flowers of the forest? Or a sweetheart behind In some faithful heart Is your memory enshrined Although you died back In 1916 In that faithful heart Are you forever 19? Or are you a stranger Without even a name? Enclose them forever behind the glass frame In an old photograph torn battered and stained And faded to yellow in the brown leather frame Did he beat the drum slowly? Did he play the fine slowly? Did I sound the death march? As they lowered you down Did the band play the last post and chorus And did the pipes play the flowers of the forest The sun, now it shines on the green fields of France There's a warm summer breeze it makes the red poppies dance And look how the sun shines from under the clouds There's no gas, no barbed wire There's no gun firing now But here in this graveyard It's still no man's land The countless white crosses Stand mute in the sand to man's blind indifference to his fellow man To a whole generation that were butchered and damned Did he beat the drums slowly? Did he play the fine slowly? Did they sound the death march as they lowered you down? And did the band play the last post and chorus? Did the pipes play the flowers of the farm? I young Willie, my bride, I can't help wondering why. Do those that lie here know why did they die? And did they believe when they answered the call? Did they really believe that this war would end wars? 
But the sorrow, the suffering, the glory, the pain, the killing and dying were all done in vain. For young Willie McBride, it all happened again, and again and again and again and again. Did they beat the drum slowly? Did they play the fife loudly? Did they sound the death march as they lowered you down? Did the band play the last post and chorus? Did the pipes play the flowers of the forest? Did they beat? The drum slowly did play, the fife slowly did a sound, did that march as it lowered you down. Did the band play the last post in chorus? And did the pipes play the flowers of the fall? Every can of Guinness, there's over 250 years of brewing tradition. And a widget. The widget makes every can of Guinness, Guinness. All right, folks, here we go with the Guinness Community Calendar event coming to you live from the Irish Embassy here at Young Street. The Cork Association's annual pub night is taking place tonight at the Galway Arms at 8 p.m. We'd love to have you come along and join in the fun. It's $10 at the door, lots of food, fun, and a bit of crap. Tom O'Donoghue will entertain the crowd, and there'll also be an open mic for anyone who wants to uh, add the evening festivities. Donations for the raffle prizes would be appreciated, so you can bring them on down with you. And all the funds go towards the building of their next year's crazy floor. So we hope to see you at the go-around tonight, and of course you can bring a friend. They will always be welcoming. You heard Adrian here on the show with Back Force Max. A chargeable concert happening at June 27th the Roy Thompson Hall, and everything benefits the Red Cross as they're in Alberta. So, folks, you can go and get the tickets at factsportmax.com. Give them a call at 416-872-4355. Folks like Leona Boyd, John McDermott, Jimmy Cuddy, and Alan Sue will be there. And at Hughes Room on Wednesday, July the 6th, the young lady from Ireland, Johnny Duffy, to take her blues music to the stage. Tickets are twenty three fifty, and in advance, and twenty five dollars at the door. And it's at eight thirty p.m. And of course, Zoom is on Dundas Street West in Toronto. The reservations you can call them at four one six five three one double six zero four, or go to Zoom.com and uh, get your tickets for Stormy Duffy. She's very delightful, really young, and Justin Stormy, Jack Eric Rathman. I tell you what, she's been around. That's for sure. And the CD is fantastic. The Fort St. George Perfect Festival is the third annual festival taking place on July the 9th in beautiful Lake Niagara on the Lake. And uh, this year's event comes for a huge crowd. You can check them out on their website, www.pc.gc.ca for more information. And we are pleased to be able to give away tickets to that. So if you want uh, a pair of tickets to the Fort St. George Perfect Festival, Send us an email at ken saturdayirishradio.com and we'll get you sorted out. And on July the 10th at 2 p.m., Charlie Fossil is good enough to tell us about St. Michael's Cemetery. They're having an open day guided tour. 
the All-Star CPM. I think they're young. Um, um, some folks have missed the earlier scores of the cemetery. There are over 5,000 Irish people uh, buried in that cemetery, and they hit that close to the common day. So you might want to go in and take a tour there. For all the information, of course, you can get it on SaturdayIrishRadio.com, get the form on the website. And I did have a note from Diane Flanagan, and uh, they're having a Toronto Irish Players Meet the New Committee Night, and it's taking place at Doris on Wednesday, June the 22nd at 8 p.m. So if uh, any folks are interested in coming out and meeting them, go ahead and do that. And you can also come out and become a member of uh, the uh, Toronto Irish Players. So they'll be delighted to see you at Doris at Wednesday, June 22nd, 8 p.m. All right, very good. Well, we're back here, as I say, we're uh, live here. Chemistry. I know what you know, but it's been running like a tooth everywhere. We're delighted to have this young fella. And he said in your group, Mark, on Thursday, and he lifted the Chamber Tournament trophy. I'll tell you, there was a few calls. A few calls out there. Mark Rooney. Only up the road from me in Saigon. You're very welcome to the show, Mark. Thanks very much, guys. When did you move out here, Mark? What's the story? Uh, I came here last July. So I'm coming up to a year. Year here now, so far. Yeah. Now, uh, small world because apparently Mark Uncle, who's a priest in Sligo, actually thought he came. And uh, I'm not sure how he uh, kind of recovered from something like that, but is that true? Mark? Yeah, he did. That is true. I wonder if maybe did he remember Ken? Um, I'm not sure if the memories are all good, so we'll, we'll leave that out. Of it. I'm not sure. But yeah, no, my uncle knows about there for maybe three years. No. Back in, it would have been the, I won't give away 10 days, maybe that. Oh, you can give it away. Mid-80s or so, I'm not sure. Around that, around that time. What color was your hair back then? Black, and Mark, I was not even born. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm not sure if it's uh, showing any credit for Summer Hill, but, you know, I actually learned something there. <laughs> hey, um, so Marcy's again a footballer as well, and uh, you're playing with the St. Vincent's team out here, but your brother's on the county panel. Yeah. Disappointing. Uh, did you talk to him after... Uh, I, last week, I, I did, yeah, yeah. He was actually a little disappointed himself not to get a run in the game. He played, he was kind of the first club in a lot of the league games. But um, in relation to the game itself, yeah, there was a few questions. Obviously, the result wasn't what we wanted. It was a good first half, but I think they got an early goal. Uh, maybe I'm sure like, the game plan would have been to keep it tight because we were eight points up at half time. And um, they got a goal in the first minute. So that obviously brought them back into it. Got a bit of momentum going. We ended up losing by nine. So, yeah, disappointed us in the end. A little disappointment. Uh, terrible game of soccer because with this. What's your take on it? Yeah, I was disappointing as well. I thought, yeah, we played coming to the game, probably would have taken the draw. I thought um, John Walton was a bit lost. But um, the draw is not lost. If we get a result next week against Italy, they're already qualified, so we still have a chance. So we'll keep the Irish off the business for now. I'd say you lads probably think there's an All Ireland somewhere in the future as well. Huh? I'm telling you. When you, when you see that new central vector, the next time you're up in five and then after that, I look at that. I'm telling you, within 10 years, and I'm surprised. Within 10 years, I mean, Mark, it's a great little line. Uh, I hit a shot um, on uh, on Thursday, and the ball the ball goes over the green anyway from behind, from where we're looking at it. It doesn't look like it's really uh, really going to work out very well. There's no future in that one. <laughs> yeah. Michael, I love the lines anyway. 
So say hello to the old folks now because I'm sure they'll be tuned into uh, Irish Toronto Radio. This thing is podcasted as well, so oh, very good. we'll be able to get other people listen to it. If you might know a shout out or something, I will. Yeah, say hello like to the Gabe Brown Show, Brian Necklin, and David and Niall back in five. Well, actually, I texted them on WhatsApp there. Trying to listen to the live. So hopefully they got the message. Hopefully they heard it. Oh no. Okay. Here, we get you yours to give away here. So what do we do? Yeah. Stay tuned. We'll wait. Send uh, send them an email. Send an email to us, Mark at Saturday Irish Radio, Tim at Saturday Irish Radio, and um, let us know what county Mark Rooney is from who we just interviewed up in the Northwest. We won't give it away. Anyway, we'll hang on to a couple of hoodies here for the first couple of people that can uh, give us that answer. Right, Mark, thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks very much, Dave. Yeah. Yeah. Exciting stuff, isn't it, this Irish Radio? Oh, the future in it. There is a future. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, Jay, let me play it. Uh, Sounds good, lads. I met these lads a few weeks ago. They go by the name of the Sultans of String, and this is one of their tracks. They're taking the rake of mouse. Lads, what are you saying over there? What's the buzz? Hello? I guess the lads are gone. I don't have them on the line there. Let me try that again. No, I guess they've hung up, and I guess that's it for the show. Um, we're going to go out here. I'm off to France this weekend, and uh, I heard that Christy Moore's working on a new track called J.O. Goes to Vail. 
So I'm going to go out with this one. Um, this is Christine Moore and Joxar goes to Stuttgart. All right, Slán. <laughs> was in the year of eighty-eight in the lovely month of June When the gadflies were swarming and dogs howling at the moon <laughs> On heat, on the front here <laughs> How it rose, repeats and sandwiches, for Stuttgart we began Jockster packed his German phrase book and jump leads for the van How about some of the lads had never been away from home before all right, we're back on here. We have a couple of quick winners here. Introduce yourself. Yeah, my name is Ron Cuddy. It's a flight ticket there. Over here sitting here. What are you working at? I work for Capri Chocolate. Oh, Hi, my name is Olivia Tobin. I'm from Cork. What are you up to here? Uh, so I work in IT as a project manager. We recruit you, so. Oh, you yeah. It is. Oh, my God, we're hiring the bucket of that. Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> But I'm Irish, so I only think too much. Get up, get up. Yeah. We'll tell you a lot more, I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right, great. Let's go. We're going to go out here, folks. Two minutes to the top. Ireland have a great lead over South Africa. They're leading by 16 points to three, I believe, at halftime. 19 points to three, sorry. Anyway, good stuff. Sad day for the soccer lads, but... McElroy, Lowry, Irish Rugby, and Leash are leading our match. So all good. Good out the banjo. The first flag you're in Europe, and jocks are past the flag and round. But the session it ended when we'd finished all the stout. The air mattresses inflated, and the sleeping bags rolled out. As one by one we fell asleep. Jocker had a dream. He dreamt himself and Jack Charlton sat down to pick the team. Jocker dreamt they both agreed and Packy Burner stirred away. And that Moore and Whelan and McGraw were certainly to play. Uh, but tempers they began to raise. Patience weren't in. Jack wanted Cascarino, but Jocker wanted Quinn. And the dream turned into a nightmare. Jockster stuck the head in Jack. Who wanted to bring Johnny Giles and him and Dunphy back? Oh, well, the cock crew in the morning. The crew bought loud and shrill. And Jockster woke up in his sleeping bag many miles from Arbor Hill. And next morning, none of the experts gave us the slightest chance. They said that the English team would lead us. Programming for our Irish community can be heard every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon.